Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. The top stories from the KCBS Radio Newsroom. This is the All Local. Good afternoon. I'm Liz St. John. The Newswatch continues. Advocates pushing for more safeguards to protect children from online dangers are applauding the president's State of the Union address. But as KCBS's Keith Manconi reports, others fear the reform push could have unintended consequences. During his speech this past Tuesday, President Biden carved out some time to call for major reforms of big tech, including measures to protect children. It was a welcome call for many, including Jim Steyer, CEO of the SF-based Common Sense Media Advocacy Group. And we were delighted to see President Biden talking about the important privacy rights of children, not targeting them with ads that violate their personal private information. Meantime, though, Eric Goldman, a professor at Santa Clara University focusing on high-tech law, fears that measures to protect children will also bring onerous requirements that'll make the internet less user-friendly for everyone. We have to ask, how is the internet benefiting children? Not only how is it potentially harming them? And I find that that particular piece of the equation gets glossed over all too often. For Steyer's part, he says he agrees new laws will have to strike a balance. And I think that we have to accentuate the positives and put more resources into those. While we also have to safeguard the downsides. Keith Manconi, KCBS. Pfizer and Moderna say they will raise prices for COVID vaccines when the federal health emergency expires in a few months. For example, Pfizer's vaccine will go from about $30 a dose up to $130. KCBS's Raquel Maria Dillon reports on what that means for you. Turns out we've had government paid health care if only for COVID-related prevention and treatment. The federal government has been buying COVID vaccines and offering them for free through clinics and pharmacies. It also provided about $30 billion to develop and test those vaccines. But when the federal COVID emergency lifts as scheduled in about three months, pharmaceutical companies will be allowed to set higher prices. UCSF infectious disease expert Dr. Peter Chin Hong says this means if you have private insurance, you might be required to get your shot from an in-network provider. All of that will lead to people just getting or having a higher barrier before just running out, like in the old days, the Walgreens to get it. Chin Hong says it'll be more complicated and more people might slip through the cracks, which increases the risk of catching COVID for the entire community. His advice is to get your shot or booster before May 11th, when there will be no more one-stop shopping for vaccines at your local pharmacy. Raquel Maria Dillon, KCBS. $42 million of funding from the state will help advance San Francisco's plan to meet the state's requirement for 82,000 units of housing. KCBS's Alice Wirtz reports this comes the same week Mayor London Breed held her State of the City address where she announced housing as one of her top three priorities. San Francisco Mayor London Breed wants to minimize bureaucracy and revamp some policies and processes in order to meet the state's requirement for 82,000 units of new housing. If we don't meet the requirements and the benchmarks set by the state to try and remove these barriers, opportunities like this $42 million we just got may not come to us. 
She shared how San Francisco performed much better than many cities when it came to providing housing during the pandemic. So it's a combination of new housing, changes to our shelter system and increasing our shelters, providing rental assistance and doing all the work necessary to get people off the streets. Mayor Breed's other priorities outlined in her State of the City address this week include revitalizing downtown for a more diverse economy and public safety for tourists, employees and residents. When they're downtown San Francisco going to and from work, they have nothing to worry about. So we're going to have to do those things hand in hand. Alice Wirtz, KCBS. San Francisco police announced an arrest made for an illegal narcotics operation that was uh, that was to blame for the house explosion in the city's Sunset District. KCBS's Alice Wirtz reports. The arrest comes as the investigation continues into the illegal drug production operation that was going on in the home. This is Officer Robert Rueca with the San Francisco Police Department. 53-year-old Darren Price of San Francisco, who was booked into San Francisco County Jail for the felony charges of involuntary manslaughter, manufacturing narcotics, and two counts of child endangerment. One woman was killed, another severely burned in the explosion. It rocked the neighborhood, blowing out windows of several homes adjacent to the crime scene. Stephen, who lives in the neighborhood, was shocked but not surprised that something like this could happen in the sleepy neighborhood of the Sunset District. With the whole fentanyl situation and the methamphetamine situation, the drug situation in the city, I'm not I'm not surprised. Like, why, why would I be surprised, you know? The incident is still under investigation by the Arson Task Force and San Francisco Police Investigators. In San Francisco, Alice Wirtz, KCBS. Anti-Elon Musk protesters demonstrated outside of Twitter headquarters today. KCBS's David Welch reports the activists are hoping to shine a spotlight on labor practices. Steve Zeltzer with San Francisco's Labor Fest didn't want to be pigeonholed when it came to describing today's event. He called it a protest in the conventional sense. Posters, speeches, and chants denouncing Elon Musk's labor practices at Twitter and Tesla. But he really came to life when he described it as an art show. We wanted to do an unveiling of a portrait, a painting on Elon Musk on his rocket ship. We want to put him autopilot to uh, Mars. Regardless of which medium they use, Zelser says their message is clear. Elon Musk is a bad boss and his labor practices at Twitter and Tesla need to change. We feel he's attacking Uh, violating labor laws, violating discrimination against these workers. The protest in front of Twitter headquarters was modest in size. The band, its equipment, and their entourage outnumber protesters. But their messages, their songs, and of course the painting were loud and clear. In San Francisco, David Welch, KCBS. Subscribe to the All Local wherever you get your podcasts and stream us on your smart speaker 24-7 by saying, play KCBS Radio. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.